Excuse me, Veronica. <clears throat> yes, what is it, Brick? I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Excuse me? The party, the pants with the pants. Party with pants. Hello and welcome to the Pants Party. My name is Max Brecky, along with me today again, Harrison Starr and Ben Ross. Fellas, how are we doing? Doing good. Happy Thanksgiving week. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving week to all. I'm thankful for... I don't know, maybe a three-day work week? Sounds nice. Thankful for beer, personally. I'm Um, thankful for White Claws. Ooh, I'm a a truly guy. I went to a Friendsgiving, and the White Claws were so popular. So, just every, like, I thought they, I thought they'd go away in the winter. Um, Of course not. Yeah, they're, they're here. They're Uh, here to stay. I don't think White Claws good. I'm a big truly guy, which I know that Harrison disagreed with. I don't think you could taste a difference in a blind taste test. Probably not, but there is a, a wired, wider variety of Trulies, I will admit, because it's a fact. So, of course, you have to admit a fact. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> um, before we continue to m- numb all of your minds with more uh, seltzer, uh, <laughs> can, water, can, alcohol. Pre-mixed cocktail <laughs> in a can t- takes. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, before we continue to do that, uh, Iowa played a football game. I don't know if you'd call it a football yeah, game I because mean, it was more so a um, pillaging of the <laughs> Illinois football program. <laughs> final, final score is 63-0, to zero, worst loss in Illinois fighting Illini football history. Uh, is that true? Yeah, they previously. I, I mean, think, yeah, it's sixty-three nothing. Like, what's going to be worse? <laughs> I think in nineteen like oh six, I saw uh, supposedly they also lost sixty-three to zero to University of Chicago. Is that me? God damn it! Ah, uh, sorry. What? <laughs> uh, just blame ESPN. Yeah, blame blame Auto Ad. Whatever. Keep going. No, oh, I didn't. I didn't hear it. I was too busy listening to my voice. Oh. Um. Yeah, I love me. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think in like 1906 they lost to the University of Chicago 63 to zero, and then in their first year of their program they lost 62 to zero. So, uh, 63 to zero. That's Isn't um, it true University of Chicago has more Big Ten football titles than Illinois? Uh, I, I think they have that, more uh, than a lot of people. They're pretty good. <laughs> the Maroons. Uh, people Big forget that. Ten. You guys talk about something. I'm gonna look this up. Um, but, but yeah, no, it did not really resemble a football game in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I, I was in and out of watching it. I was cooking um, food and drinking Starbucks, as someone does. Uh, was that, do we have any takeaways from this game? Like, do, Can we like really take anything away from this? I don't know. Touchdowns are fun. That's a takeaway. <laughs> Yeah, nine of them. Like, it, it really does, you look at it, and it is a complete video game, like, scoring summary. University like of Chicago has seven Big Ten football titles. Penn State has four, Indiana has two. Okay. Okay, so, and yep. Penn State's only been a part of the 
conference since 1992. And Nebraska has zero. Nebraska, Maryland, and Rutgers all have zero. Wild, wild fact. Illinois has 15. That's one I'm most shocked by. Yeah, they used to be good. Red Grange. And Red all Grange, that. yeah. Yeah. Dick Butkus. All right, what were we talking about before, I believe, one of you interrupted me? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a completely off-the-rails podcast. Iowa won 63-0. Did you hear, Ben? I watched the whole game. It, yeah. it sucked. <laughs> I'm so mad. As, as somebody who was in and out of watching the game, it was incredibly entertaining to watch just because it was so funny to give score updates to the one person in the entire house that was an Illinois grad. Uh, I mean, yeah, I didn't enjoy it because, like, I had to pay attention for, for vlog purposes. But it was, like, the type of thing where it's like, ah, uh, this doesn't deserve my full attention, but I also can't really do anything else. So uh, it's just multi-screen viewing. Then um, I say, uh, I just admitted to not pay attention as a blogger. But, I mean, yeah, what else can you say? That game had it all. It had Noah Fant. It had the, the defensive dominance. It had... A dumb interception thrown by an Iowa quarterback. They had special teams. Had yeah, special teams. special teams touchdown. You guys punted that Two one. Two of them. I, I, uh, no, just one. Sorry. Well, the block. Yeah, the block. Right. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Two of mm-hmm. them. What are we drinking? Yeah. Raspberry. Like Go Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You, you drink claws, like, leisurely? Like... Was, <laughs> like how else would you drink them? They're the ultimate leisure drink. You, like... I'm a man of leisure, Ben. You mean you don't you don't drink them to, like, with the end goal of, like, fighting your dad at the end of the night? Like... <laughs> like, getting so drunk that you have to hold on to the grass to keep from falling <laughs> off the earth? Um... Uh, been a while since... Well, maybe not. It was my bachelor party a couple weekends ago. Like Ooh, I, we got to talk about that at the end. Oh, oh sure. But like I've never, <laughs> I've never drank white claw with being like, oh, I'll just have one or two of these and then I'll go do some, you know, light reading or hop on a blog or a podcast. I uh, have to admit that I was was uh, late to this because number one, I sent you guys a very stupid spam email that Ben was very. I'm very glad upset. you brought that up so I didn't have to. Yeah. Um, sent the old Nigerian prince uh, email to Ben and Harrison to invite them to join me on this podcast. Well, which <laughs> the thing about it is, the, what I'm most rattled by is I spent a good, like, totally unrelated to the blog and only loosely related to my actual 9 to 5 job. I was on the Wikipedia page for Lagos in Nigeria for like three hours today. <laughs> and so then I get an email from a Nigerian prince come to deposit this check in the bank of Lagos and I was like oh my god like am I hopping on a plane <laughs> and then I you know I found out uh, you know obviously this this astronaut from Lagos doesn't exist because um, they don't have a space program and uh, I'm three thousand dollars poorer than I was 20 minutes ago hate when that happens. Mm, I know. <laughs> Where are we in this podcast? Yeah, so about the game. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that. If say one that, player almost... defined it, who would it be? I guess maybe that's how we should bring it back. Uh, I was going to ask about uh, favorite touchdowns. One player who defined this game is AJ Epinesa. No yeah, it's Epinesa. Okay. Maybe oh, Hooker. Got no, you got Noah Fant? Not really Fant. I just feel like the, the tight end narrative has really kind of dominated the last couple Year weeks. Year of my life, yeah. And it's been a little bit of a hellscape. 
I know I've contributed to it that, <laughs> uh, in multiple ways. Um, but it's just, you know, it's fun. You win 63-0, there's, it gets to a point, like Ben said, it's so bad that, like, what can you really take away from it? But, you know, it was nice to see the run game get going, 203 yards, that was, you know, nice to see. Mechie yeah. Sargent uh, got to 100. But, yeah, FNS was the guy. He was, he was a guy. Um, I don't have his stats in front of me, Ben. I know I think you do, but uh, forced fumble, eight, fumble eight, recovery. Eight total tackles, five solo, one and a half sacks, three and a half for a loss, one quarterback hurry, one fumble recovery for a touchdown. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. like that they gave him the forced fumble, to be honest. That was, I that kind was of agree. Things. Kind of agree. I, uh, it was... Yeah, probably really wasn't him. Like he did, like put his hand in there, and when he put his hand in there, you know, the ball did come out. But I don't think he did as much to force that fumble as uh, who was it? Was it Golston? Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, no, I I don't hate that take, but hey, pad your stats however you can. I mean, I really don't think Chauncey Golston cares all that much. No. He's he's been an ultimate team player this year. Yeah, the whole I mean, defensive line is just great. Everyone. They're, they're all troopers. Hello? Harrison? Where'd you go? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, great. Let's talk about some defensive linemen. Um, Did we? Oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dog got up. She's being a little brat. Scratching the door. It's cool. I just, uh, you, we hear your fans, so. Um, oh, is that? Least, oh, okay. I, so when you muted, I was like, "Oh, this is." This yeah, is I know. Quiet. It was like, "Oh, I'm still." I thought, alone. I thought he was gone. This is this is the ultimate aloneness. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, the defense was absolutely fantastic. I mean, that's not saying a whole lot against Illinois, who's absolutely horrendous. Right. But they they were very good. You know, I I enjoyed uh, watching some interceptions and some fumbles and uh, the all in. The, the uh, you know, the stopping A.J. Bush from running the football because I think that kind of bodes well for Iowa this upcoming week. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I liked everything I saw on the, the defense. What was your favorite touchdown? Hmm. I liked the punt return touchdown. That one was fun. That one was pretty good. Hmm. I mean... I liked Sargent. Uh, I think it was, was it a second one? Got him. It was for 100 yards. Or no, the second one was where the Illinois team didn't even try to tackle him. I just. Yeah, I didn't I even my, see that one. Yeah, <laughs> Illinois, like, they're, they're, they're legit probably two Illinois defenders who, had they have tried, they would have gotten him. But they, they just didn't. Yeah, no, my mom could have scored on that play. Like, I, I don't know who the Illinois corner or safety was, but he just so clearly. Couldn't have tried less hard to tackle Sargent. Uh, I was going to say my favorite touchdown probably was no offense, just because, I mean, it was so just for all the shit going on behind the scenes, not behind the scenes, for what we think is going on behind the scenes, but it's really not. Uh, just the narratives going in with that. It was like, I, you just kind of knew it was going to happen. And yeah. there it was. Yeah. Uh, what was mine? I mean, I think it's really easy to, you know, say that it was, you know, A.J. Epinesa's scoop and score. Like, yeah. that was a pretty good one, you know. Um, obviously, the punt return one was 
pretty fantastic. There was a pick six in there, wasn't there? No. No? Almost a pick six? No, I think that <laughs> that's a figment of your imagination. I'm looking yeah. at the them right now. There's just the, the two that were non-offensive. I think Hooker's interception got it real close to... Like, it got it inside the 10 if my memory serves. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I liked the throwback to TJ Hawkins, and that was a pretty fun one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was nice. That was just a really nice play. Oh, you know what, Ashley? The fake fullback dive, halfback pitch. Oh, yeah. Straight out of Madden. That was so funny. Like, at that point, it was just like, Brian Ferentz is just kind of messing with this entire Illinois team. Here's the thing about that play. <laughs> The last work time against anybody else. He, yeah, because the last time he ran it was freaking against Penn State at Penn or at Iowa. Yeah, don't don't talk about that. Oh, for the God. safety. That was the safety. For the safety. Right? It was the yeah. dumbest. Oh, my God. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, Dominique Daphne was number four on receiving on the day. I know. I saw him looking at that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember um, him playing. Like Good for him. No, I do. I remember this catch, and I remember him being. I think that that was his fourth game, right? Now he can't play with a red shirt. I don't know. No, 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 no. You could play four games with a red shirt. No, I think Daphne's already red shirt. He's a. Actually, I think you're right. I don't remember. A Western transfer. Hmm. Oh okay. uh, yeah, he's yeah he's a junior. Yeah, I don't know. Good for him. It's his first catch of the year. So do we have anything else we want to talk about with Illinois? <laughs> no, I, is, I, is Lovey, I know I know nothing about Illinois. Is Lovey Smith there next year? Yeah, that, his buyout's pretty big. Well, not I like think huge, he has huge, to be. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's this is only a second year, right? I mean, did kinda... you see that graphic they showed of coaches? Like, Iowa's obviously just had the two since you know forever, but Illinois has gone through like five since two thousand and ten. Yeah, the our the only other college football podcast on the internet, our shutdown fullcast, said that they need to hire Ron Zook immediately because that's <laughs> that's the best they'll ever get. I I don't listen to Take that. Take him that's... away from the Packers, please. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, no, I don't really have anything to say about this whole uh, Iowa Illinois fiasco. Um, I just saw that. Uh, the Champagne Room, our good friends that uh, run the Illinois uh, SB Nation site, they just—I just looked at their website and they just did the report card. The seniors got an A plus, and literally everything else got an F minus. That was, those, <laughs> <laughs> those are the two categories. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good blog. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, there's nothing to take away from this game. It's. Like, I, you know, it's funny. It'll be fun to talk about forever. Illinois will never recover from this loss. They should just, you know, burn down the entire program, burn down the football stadium. Red Grange doesn't walk into that door anytime soon. Um, yeah, no. Like, I think some of the Nebraska fans are like, Iowa fans are thumping their chests over this victory against Illinois, and I don't think anybody is. I think everybody realizes it was pretty damn meaningless. Yeah, not as meaningful as that 6-9 win for uh, Nebraska. Am I right, Max? <laughs> oh, yes. Ha, ha, ha. Very uh, funny. Um, 
What are we talking about Big Ten here? Sorry. Yeah, we, we can. <laughs> Does, is Chris Ash getting another year at Rutgers? I just want to talk about coaching firings. That's yeah, let's I talk just, about... I just want blood from dripping yeah. from my mouth more Let's than just usual. go through every single Big Ten team and decide whether or not their coach is going to be there next oh, year. Oh, yeah, because they're actually, they're actually some pretty interesting ones if we really think about it. I'm, yeah, Chris, I don't know Chris if you're Ash. being like sarcastic or not, Max, but I'm so for this. Oh, oh yeah, we're, okay. g- we're going to do this real quick. So how are we doing it? East, East-West? East uh, We're going to start with Rutgers because um, we All right. can. I, can I, I, just, I got it pulled up here. We're going to go just from – should we go from the bottom down? Yeah, Rutgers. Rutgers. 0-8. 1-10 this year. <laughs> this is Chris Ash's third who year. Did they, who did they beat again? I thought it was just his second. No, it's his third year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's his third year. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Texas Ooh. State. Texas State is their one win, first game of the year, 35-7. That's let's a convincing how, victory. Let's see how Texas State's doing this year. I think he's back. Yeah, I think he's. I back. think you kind of, no matter what, have to give a coach. Well, actually, no. He's had three. I guess four years. Fine. Whatever. He can move that goalpost. Yeah. Um, um, I think he's back. Rutgers is hopeless, and I don't really know if it's his fault. Texas State has won three games since losing to Rutgers, if anyone's curious. Um, all right, who is Indiana's coach? Do you think he's back or no? Oh, yeah, you just said that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think he's – I don't know. He's there. Indiana, I don't know who their coach is. Tom uh, Allen. Yeah, but God. Probably back. <laughs> How many years has he been there? I have no idea. They well, they fired <laughs> Wilson right before last season Yeah. or something like that. I think he's back. But he's a yeah. nightmare. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a really bad coach. Uh, I think he'll be back, but he probably shouldn't be back. This, that program's going nowhere under. Yeah, uh, I think he's still there. Maryland is Matt is Matt Canada still technically their coach? Yeah, I like Matt Canada <laughs> I was about a lot. To say, DJ Durkin is gone. I like he's I like Matt Canada. I mean, yeah, is. he actually is. <laughs> um, I actually like Matt Canada. I feel like he's going to get a. I think he'll entertain literally any other job offer if he gets one. I don't think he's going to get one, so... I don't know. I think fucking one double-A school would be preferable over Maryland right now. <laughs> oh. eh. uh, Maryland, hey, they almost beat Ohio State. That's true. They uh, also blew that game against Ohio State. God. Uh, Michigan State, Izzo there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Izzo? Izzo, Jesus Christ, Antonio. Izzo, Izzo will still be there, too. Another, another Italian-American name. Uh, Franklin's there at Penn State. I think Urban Meyer's gone from Ohio State. Yeah, that's the interesting uh, I think one he just me. retired. Totally agree. Yeah. Why, and then this goes back, we had this discussion, why did they hitch their wagon to Urban Meyer only to see it come down like this? Because what, there's still one last team just to Purdue, but like, no one likes him. No one likes the offense that they're running. Like, and they're, they're gonna get, I think they're going to get crushed by Michigan, even if they don't. Um... I mean, they're not going to do anything to play if in the postseason. If um, Ohio State beats Michigan, do they lose to Northwestern in the Big Ten title game? Michigan? No, Ohio State. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, they probably, so. they probably beat Northwestern just because Northwestern's, you know, not great. Oh, my God. What would <laughs> that be? That would be an 8-5 and five Northwestern team in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> God. And they Amazing. would they would put the vice grip on Washington State. That would be insane. <laughs> I'm here for this, man. <laughs> oh, man. Where's the lie? Hey, man. Patty <laughs> Fitz just one. wins one score games. He does. Um, I think I think Urban's got to be gone. I, I think Urban. I, I think he retires. He 
because he was doing health stuff on the sideline, right? Like he was grabbing his chest. He went down to one oh, knee a couple of times. Yeah, they're against already, Maryland. They're already bringing that up. They've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. How he's yeah. When that medication has the side effect of just forgetting things. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, yeah, that's not not a great look. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he's going to be gone. I think, and if he isn't, like probably last season is his last season. Next season is his last season. Yeah. So he gone. Um. Now we're at the bottom Harbaugh. of the West. Oh, and Harbaugh. Oh, Harbaugh's, he's there. He's king. He's going to yeah. be made king of Michigan. Lifetime contract. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the thing is, if they lose, that would be the only scenario in which he isn't. I can see him being just like that meme of the guy throwing the paper up in the air. Like, fuck this if, shit. If, if, this isn't the, if this isn't the season that he can go to the Big Ten title game, then I don't know what is. Yeah. It's like just, screw it all. I'll see you guys later. I'll mm-hmm. go back to the NFL. Honestly. But I think he's back. Yeah. He's definitely back. Um, at the bottom of the Big Ten West, we have P.J. Fleck, who will be there at least four <laughs> at least years. for another yeah. decade. He'll, they, How long did they give Tim Brewster? Brewster's there for five years. All right. He'll go five <sighs> years. Brewster. Same coach. Yeah. Same coach. Same guy. Brewster. And Brewster's actually ranked once. Um, so there's that. Uh, Lovey. He'll still be at Illinois. We talked about I agree. him. I agree. Frost. Yeah. Frost. I mean, he's just got. I hired. mean, I would laugh if he didn't. If he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, uh, he calls up UCF. You guys got a coaching opening? Um. Kind of. Kind of. I miss you. <laughs> I miss the weather. Kirk's back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is he? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's back. Unless they do the. I still think the Bob Stoops Lincoln Riley transfer is not out of the question in June. Like I think that would be what happened. That would be so awesome. You think that he's gonna just hand over the reins to Lavar Woods like that? <laughs> hey, I like that take. <laughs> I know you do. That's that's why I said it. I want to get you talking about and it. And if if there is an open like interview process, I think Lavar Woods would be a low key great candidate. He's been the most creative coach on staff. Ah, Phil Parker's pretty creative. But Phil Parker doesn't want to be a head coach, we know this. Or else he'd be gone. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the only way that we know that Kirk could truly pass down the program is if he uh, did, like, the offseason transfer. <coughs> yeah. That, Just that, do it too late for... Yeah, mm-hmm. do it too late. All the recruits are accounted for. Everyone's gone through spring pr- spring practice. Yeah, but that I'd probably I would only put that at like maybe a ten percent chance. That's Before even higher. That's we, even oh, higher than yeah, I would give it. I, I don't give it any chance whatsoever this off season. But I I do have something to I guess it goes ties back to the Illinois game and we're gonna get off track real quick uh, here. But it's crazy how this week nobody's talking about firing Kirk Ferentz. Like we just beat the, like it was a convincing victory, but you know it was Illinois. And yeah. People have just, are, they're very satiated by it. Yeah, I mean, it's just how. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to talk work. about that. I just think it's pretty crazy. Like it's, I agree. I never was in the fire fairings. No, I? no, but like it's very, it's quieted down immensely. Okay. Because I don't want to give that impression. I do no, like no. It's not like what he's done for the program. It's just like frustrating to be in the middle of these eight win seasons. Hopefully. No, for sure, for sure. It's like, ugh. Yeah, I just like you. We read the comments. Obviously, I'm. I've been commenting more lately. 
um, but and Harrison's always in the comments. But uh, just they're very quiet in terms of firing Ferens, except for our good pal Thor. Shout Thor. out Thor. Stop Thor. <laughs> um, is Brom at Purdue? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I think it's like fifty-fifty. Yes. Well, but Louisville I, I would filled the job, yes. right? Wait, what? Didn't Louisville fill the job? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't know, but they would. Well, I might have just had a dream. Yeah, he I definitely had a dream about that. Yeah. Man, no, they. Uh, you're thinking Kansas with less miles. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. But yeah, I think my favorite conspiracy about the Purdue thing was that Jeff Brom leaked to Dan Dockich that he was leaving just so that he knew that Dan Dockich would obviously Is that report it. No, Dockich just I mean, reported. I know, but did, he didn't say like Jeff Brom told me. Oh, no, no, it's a conspiracy. He had sources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jeff Brom's the source. Just so that Jeff Brom could go in and say... I'm with you guys. I'm not doing this. Yada yada yada. I mean, it worked great. You know, they almost beat Wisconsin, but uh, yeah, I think he's uh, he's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's gonna be there. Louisville's not a good job. Uh, is Purdue a good job? Better than Louisville. Uh, uh convince I don't me know. otherwise. I like. I mean, I've. <sighs> West Lafayette just is horrible, but I, I but I mean I don't think Jeff Brom is I don't know is the allure of going home more than just like because it's not like he's a glitz and glam guy. To me, I think he, it's more likely that he would go to the NFL than to Louisville. Um, and if I, I don't hate that take. Like if I'm a Packers fan and I am, boom, Jeff Brom. What do you want? I'm an owner. Tell me how much you want, and I'll give you a cent or two. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate that take. Yeah. I don't hate that take at all. And then, you know, Wisconsin. Uh, Is Barry Alvarez back? Barry Alvarez. <laughs> the corpse of Barry Alvarez will be... Alvarez will always have to be in Camp Randall, just like Stark and Winterfell. Think they're going to bury him there? <laughs> they might. Yeah. That's going to be like his one last dying wish. And then, the same same goes with Pat Fitzgerald, probably at Northwestern. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. And they we're should gonna, honestly they should build the a they should build a mausoleum like the whole football f- field should be a mausoleum. Honestly, already yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> they should uh, they should uh, name rename the stadium for him when he uh, retires. Yeah. They, I mean, they'll do it while he's still. So really, the probably. only ones that are up in the air are Rucker. Ohio State, mm. Maryland probably with Matt Canada. Yeah, and then I guess Illinois and maybe Purdue. So I'd say Purdue more than I'd say I mean yeah Illinois, but Purdue. Well, I think that fan base is restless, but I just think that you you, you got to show that you're willing to give a head coach a shot. Yeah, which they haven't done in mm-hmm. a decade. Yeah, cool. That was a nice little side conversation to fill up like. A Welcome to your latest football. Big Ten football coaching podcast. <laughs> uh, well, we only talked about Iowa football for about fifteen minutes because yeah. there's nothing to talk about. So then, you know, what we should talk about hoopy ball, ring ball, round ball, roundup featuring 
What? Luca Garza. Luca Garza. Connor McCaffrey. I forgot your name for a second. Tyler Cook. <laughs> Jordan Bohannon. <laughs> Joe Wieskamp. Fran McCaffrey. Who's your favorite McCaffrey? I think Jack is my favorite McCaffrey. Isn't he like six feet tall already? Already taller than Fran Frischill in sixth grade. He's going to be a 6'10 point guard. Now I'm just like counting down like the time in which it's appropriately appropriate for me to like start looking up his highlight videos. <laughs> like, Fran will be around and what that that would put us at 20:30 for Fran when his son's a like a sophomore like a freshman at Iowa. Can you imagine God. that Fran McCaffrey around for another 12 years just to get this kid? Worth it. We don't know if he's going to be any good yet. If he's yeah. a 6'10 point guard, it is. <laughs> just University of Iowa becomes an experimental just gene pool program. All right. Um, so 4-0. Who saw this coming? I bet you did, Harrison. You're going to try and say the no, data. No, I, 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 uh, I was definitely feeling like they were going to be better than the thought was after those first two games because it you know there was a little bit of a malaise around them as there normally is but like they were trying on defense and really they continued trying on defense and I just want to I feel like they've now set a baseline for their effort on defense and like you saw some of the stuff that Tyler Cook was doing and Ryan Kreener and the guards are looking better. I pulled some clips of, like, Jordan Bohannon fighting over screens. And it's like, you know, it is exciting to see. But kind of the thing I keep coming back to is, like, we also saw them playing hard on defense when they were winning. And we haven't seen them have any adversity yet, which is good. Like, oh, Iowa's come from behind. They haven't... They've been so good that they haven't been challenged. Okay, yeah, that that's not a fun thing to complain about. But um, I'm like this next stretch is going to be huge for him. Like I think Wisconsin's going to post some stuff, but I think Tyler Cook's really excited to go against he- Ethan Happ again. Um, you know Michigan State. Do we catch him on a down game? Maybe that would be tremendous. So uh, I- I'm just really excited to see where they go, um, because it feels like the baseline that they've set is pretty good right now. Yeah, I think it's really crazy that. Um we're going to know exactly who this Iowa basketball team is in, like, by, like, December 3rd. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever it is, you know, because they're going to play legitimate, you know, Big Ten contending teams between now and then. Uh, and you know. the second test best team in the state, Northern Iowa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, what I, I'm curious, I mean, so the next... This week we have Alabama State on Wednesday, who I'm sure is absolutely horrible without knowing anything about them. And then uh, next week, next Tuesday, we have Pitt, who is like the worst power, the worst power conference team in the last two years, right? Yeah, they went 0-18 in ACC play last season. 0-19, they did not win their tournament oh, sorry. game. They are horrible. Or were horrible. <laughs> they have Bagman Jeff Capel now, so we'll see. <laughs> Um, but then, yeah, we got Wisconsin and Michigan State, and then the Iowa, Iowa, Northern Iowa and Iowa State, I think, uh, after that. Yeah. I'd like to know, I, I guess, basically what, what's Iowa going to have to do here? 
how, what, where, what, what's, how can they split these games up and uh, still, I guess, be seen as good? Well, I think if the, the assumption probably, at least right now, is if you lose to Michigan State, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, but what if we I lost mean, the three games before we play them? That's what I mean. Oh, if you lost, ooh, Pittsburgh and Wisconsin? And Alabama State. And Alabama yeah, State? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I mean, if if they lose to Alabama State, then, I mean, that's, you know, all, all the, the goodwill that you built up in these four games is just completely shot. Um, just fine. Uh, we, we would get some good uh, content out of that dog fire meme putting Fran in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, mean. It, I mean, what it, what the, <laughs> how dog, old are you? <laughs> what, what the, this is fine meme. Is there a better way to say it? No, I was trying to give people a visual, the dog and the oh, fire. Okay, my bad. <laughs> all right. All right. I, <laughs> but like, I mean, I, I know exactly what he's talking kind of about. A, a, a way to swing kind of how they, the Oregon team that they played and the Yukon team that they played that, you know, maybe it wasn't they weren't as good as kind of we think they are. Because um, I, I do think, Oregon, there's something to flying literally across the country and getting off a plane. I mean, not literally right off a plane, but, you know, you don't have that much time to acclimate after, you know, five or six hours in the air. So Body flex. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then UConn, energy sapped after an old Big East game. So... Who knows? Um, but they still won. Like I mean, these are ga- these are literally games that they were not winning last year. Yeah. So um, the fact that they've won them and they've won them early, I think, is it's fun and it, and it's exciting. Um, and yeah, four games. There are twenty-seven more to go. Um, so we'll see. It'll be fun, I think. Like I mean, yeah. we know we know the way Fran plays basketball. Or coaches basketball is it's probably going to be fun basketball, <laughs> unless you're getting blown out like last year. Yeah, are you confident last year wasn't fun at all. <laughs> yeah, that was a nightmare. Friend, friend, basketball is only fun when we're winning, and I mean those instances are only few and far between. But I actually think this team, like initially, I was like, oh my god, what are we going to do with the front court? The way it's kind of settled with Nunji out, um, with Pemzel not playing the last two games, I mean, I think you've got a little, you're knowing a little more about Cook, more about Garza, so I think you'll probably see Fran maybe get a little more aggressive with Cook's minutes, closer to he played, 30. He played like 36, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he only sat out, UConn. yeah, um, and like, that was awesome, because he's gonna face four guard lineups, like Iowa State, they're gonna roll out four guards, and seeing the way Cook played against UConn, you know, you can kind of see the way that he can play against Iowa State. So I'm optimistic. I'm certainly more optimistic than I was before, and it feels a little more founded. Yeah, no, I mean, going into that, you know, little tournament or whatever you'd like to call it, I didn't expect Iowa to beat Oregon, Syracuse, or UConn, regardless of who they were playing. Um and, you know, to come out 2-0 and and to, to win over UConn was incredibly convincing. Uh, I think. Well, I mean, Oregon was, too. They were both convincing wins. Yeah, but 
I mean, the UConn one, they won by, what, 19? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for, that one wasn't in doubt for the entire second half. The Oregon one, you know, you could have seen them making a quick run real quick. Yeah, Iowa, Iowa led the UConn game the entire, you know, final, what was it, 20 or 36 minutes or something, you know? They led Oregon wire to wire. Yeah. Uh, that one was obviously just a little bit, just a little bit closer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, like, I didn't expect them to go into the Garden and win any games, let alone sweep it and come out with a little crystal ball trophy. So, no, that was really nice, and I'm very optimistic about, you know, what this team is going forward. You know, I'm obviously tempering my expectations because who who knows, you know. Well, I'll make, I'll make my decision on where I stand, you know, after the slate of games that I think ends with you and I, December 6th or 7th or something of the sort. So in a couple of weeks, I'll for sure know where I stand with this basketball team, but... They look good, and I like the rota- I love the rotation that they ran out in the garden. Um, obviously, Penzel's probably he's coming back soon. I'm thinking he was just doubtful for these last two games, so I don't really know. What I have no idea what his injury is. Yeah, and it's weird because they showed the video. Like I was thinking, oh, maybe he's sick or something like that. But he's like jumping up and down with the team after the game, so I don't know what you know would be ailing him. They are being very coy with it, which it's odd. Yeah, it's really weird. Normally, this team—I'm trying to think of like injuries with this team in the past—and I can't really think of one where we have absolutely no idea what's going on with the guy. Yeah, but so he'll—I'm assuming he'll be back sometime soon. Maybe they'll let him sit the Alabama State game as well. Maybe they'll play him in that one just to kind of get him back to, um, you know, kind of get him back into a group of things before conference play opens up. But. I I love what I've seen from Creener. Creener was great against Oregon. Made Bull Bull look like I don't know what I was gonna say. Nothing appropriate. I mean he yeah. I mean Bull Bull. Made him but you bad. can see like what he can do because immediate like the next afternoon he just torches. He dominated. He had a triple double, didn't he? Yeah, he triple double against Syracuse. Just a complete zone breaker. Like I mean, some of it was Creener. Some of it was just Bull Bull not playing well, but Creener also like really took it to him, and he's gonna be he's he's ten of thirteen right now on uh, two point baskets. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, just throwing it out there, my uh, pick to be sixth man of the year for the team. What up? Uh, my pick redshirted. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me. I actually want to tell a story. I was in a sports marketing class in high school, and it was the most pointless sports marketing class of all time, taught by um, just a teacher who had no business being a teacher. And when I learned that um, I picked Jack Nunji to be sixth man of the year, and he redshirted, so clearly he can't win that award, it reminded me of a project for sports marketing class where we all had to pick a horse in the Preakness and then write a paper about that jockey and that horse and half your grade was based on how well your paper and presentation was on the horse and the jockey the other half of your grade was based on how well that horse did (laughs) and this was the i'll never forget this the name of the horse was george washington 
and <laughs> the horse had to be euthanized before the race. <laughs> he gave he gave the it wasn't me, it was somebody else in the class. He gave that person a zero on that portion. Because <laughs> he cho- chose a horse that did not finish. <laughs> in the race Christ. That's... Uh, <laughs> so luckily Jack Nunji is still with us and yes I did just compare <laughs> me choosing somebody on a blog prediction post <laughs> uh, to a horse that got euthanized um, but yeah, be the greatest story ever told in this podcast that's similar, that's similar so how I felt <laughs> Harrison who'd you pick did I pick was was it actually a prediction? I thought it was yeah. More well, like this a was breakout. like a free. This was a real thing that we the the blog did. That oh uh, no, I just I just wrote in my Ryan Creener preview article that I that he could be. No, didn't you, somebody did a basketball preview? Yeah, post and that was in there. I that, don't think that's what well, you wrote about. Oh no, no. Uh, so then, where did I where did, did I spout MVP? Where did I spout my Jack Nunji six man of the year take? Then <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. This was like. The pants predicts. All right, let's see. We probably did something in here. Jack Nunji, MVP. Fran, Fran Vember, no one forget. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking at Fran Vember right now. <laughs> um, most valuable player. Oh, most improved player. Oh, is that what I That's did? That's what you did. Yeah. Oh, yep. fuck me. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, I was gonna. I was oh, to and say that Max was... picked everyone. He said J- most improved player. Jack Nunji shoots 35% from three. Oh. Moss finds his consistency on offense. Tyler Cook turns it over less. Jordan Bohannon starts making shots from half court, and Ryan Creener plays. That was slightly less than he did last year. I said Ryan Creener, but uh, I was very vague. Yeah, I, I picked Ryan Creener in my uh, preview for him at the beginning of the season. Not to brag. Not to brag. Okay, so, I mean, yeah, the, the sentiment remains. Yeah, no, they're they're a good basketball team. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to call them good. I'm ready to call them not bad. Oh yeah, they're definitely not bad. I'm ready yeah. to look for. I'm not ready to say good yet. I'm ready but to be I'm, mad again, guys. I haven't been oh, ready. Oh man, to be, yeah. Oh boy. Well, Ooh, my secret is again. I'm always angry. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, being angry, being mad, you know, slightly different. They're different. Yeah. <laughs> all right do we have anything else to talk about real quick we uh, have predictions um, predictions and harrison's bachelor party oh, oh yeah oh, we're doing harrison's oh, bachelor boy. party first you have to listen to harrison talk about his bachelor party where he was texting me at like 4 a.m when i had woken up for the day oh i did like, do that and he's oh, like my God. hey i'm still up <laughs> yeah because we we're what the we're fuck you don't drunk text me anymore I'll uh, okay. I'll, I'll do it next time, Ben. I'll, next time I'll, you have sex next bachelor claws. party. Yeah. <laughs> so, God, I mean, it's I New Orleans. Your fiance is listening to this. <laughs> Probably not this long. That's <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um. So full disclosure, we did a pseudo joint bachelor bachelorette party because there's a lot of crossover with our friends. But on Thursday we get in Bourbon Street. Friday, Bourbon Street. <laughs> Split up, Bourbon Street. Uh, I don't know. What direction do you want me to go with this? Because, like, we oh, we did the World War II Museum on Saturday. Great place to nurse a hangover, which is a little dark to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but, Jesus. Um, 
that was a very good museum. Learned a lot. Learned a lot about the Pacific theater, as they say. Um, also, did a walking tour. That one was fun because they just kind of walk you around different parts of uh, the city that you may not have seen before. Um, have you seen the? Sorry, have you seen the Hannibal Burris bit on doing becoming a parade in New Orleans? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, because oh, there were multiple wedding parades. Yeah, look that it up. Happened. Look it up when you're done here. Yeah, highly recommend you look it up. It's, it's really funny. funny. Okay, I will. I will indeed. Um, but yeah, I mean, keeping it PG, you know, a lot of drinking, a lot of eating. Eating the good. What's the best thing you ate? Ooh, the best thing I ate. What would it be? So, like, what we did a lot of was just going to <laughs> Drunk a place. Pizza. <laughs> no, and just like ordering a bunch of things for the table. Yeah. And there was one place. It was, uh, I guess, uh, what's the name of it? Like, I don't know. Like, there was a brewery that we went to that had really good food that had. You go Abita? No, no, we didn't go to Abita. Um, but I did get a blueberry gin no blueberry basil gin daiquiri that was like 32 ounces Ooh, Ooh, it was tasty um but that wasn't a food that i ate what's the Uh, what's the famous bakery there where you get the oh cafe du monde that's it yeah oh you gotta get the beignets those are always so you went Mm -hmm. went to there how long was the wait it's never really that long especially at like 3 (laughs) (laughs) a.m it's it's open 24 hours yeah yeah Oh, I, I, I had no idea. I got coffee there, and it was the latest I had gotten coffee, which is like 11 o'clock at night. I was like, oh my god, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a little hazy, but a lot of fun. A lot of fun. New Orleans, would recommend. Yeah, I've never been south of Decatur, so <laughs> maybe it's something I should do. I've been south of Decatur. Maybe, I've never, maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go to Carbondale sometime. <laughs> Beautiful this time of year. <laughs> Can only imagine. All right, but uh, so yeah, now that uh, we got to listen uh, mm-hmm. and talk about his bachelor party, and now that I have a plan of what I'm going to do for my bachelor party based off listening to him. Um, Are you going to New Orleans too? No, I'm going to go to Vegas. Nice. Oh. I was already told by my fiance that I can't go to Vegas, but that means that I'm 100% now, going to Vegas. Now, yeah, you can't go. You can't have that rule because now you just want to break that rule. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. And Why not be, Vegas? Be, oh, we went to a casino. We all lost money because our blackjack table was ice cold. That sucked. Yeah, I've never gambled on anything in my life. I You're gambled. gonna love Vegas. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I'm, so gonna, I'm never gonna go leave. To Vegas. Oh, because I'm going to start gambling. Oh, cool. You know, the usual. All right, so um, now that we've talked uh, bachelor parties, prediction for Iowa versus Nebraska. We can keep this short. Um, I don't care about Nebraska. I don't. I just don't like their fans, and I'm sure that somebody's listening to this. Shout out, Steve. Um, Get off our blog. Don't you have anything better to do? I hate like I hate having to moderate. Yeah, <laughs> please I know go away. I actually have to moderate now. I've kicked oh out. I've oh kicked more God. people off the blog this week than I have my entire. Who'd you kick off? I kicked off two Nebraska fans and Billy Wait, Jean. Which, 
I know you got trip. I brought him. <laughs> I let him come back. Because Why? It wasn't, his, I, it wasn't his fault. What's the point? He was t- taken away from the conversation. What's the point of me kicking people off? You're going to bring him back. I just invited him <laughs> back. I don't know. Who's the other one? Uh, I'm going to look now at my activity. Cause was it Nate? The coordination. Nate for cheese? <laughs> the coordination police. Thought police. Oh, that's just C2.0. Oh, I got him. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to look at what I've done. Yeah, you can't. Anyways, while you look it up, my prediction: this game is not going to be any fun to watch. That is my prediction. Um, I think Fair. Iowa is going to probably pull it out. It's going to be one of the classic Ferentz one possession wins where they have the lead at like twenty-seven twenty-one. That's but Nebraska has the ball with a chance to win the game, and it won't be fun with, like, two minutes left. It's going to be – if Scott Frost were Jeff Brom, then they would probably win the game on a last-second touchdown pass. But, oh, God, that's actually going to happen. Kill me. God. 27-21 Iowa. That's my prediction. Um, so my turn, Max, did you already go? No, I haven't gone. You want me to go? Oh, no, I don't care. Uh, I'm going to say that I was going to win this game in overtime. No, God. Oh, my God. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, and Masochists. Mackey Award finalist TJ Hawkinson is going to catch the game-winning touchdown pass, and he's going to spike the ball onto a Nebraska defender's face. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah, can't wait. Um, <laughs> Iowa is their 10-point favorites in this game. Are they? They are. Oh, that's too much. You know, last time I was a 10-point favorite at home, Northwestern came in. (laughs) Iowa was a 10.5-point favorite in that game. Uh, But I kind of think, given the momentum of this Iowa team, maybe, I guess, after one entire week of good football, uh, we kind of trashed Nebraska because I do think they are – I think their offense is potent, but they haven't played a defense as good as I was except for – Michigan's. They just play Michigan State's and yeah. Michigan State's. I don't know. I but then they have weather. Wasn't there a lot of snow? Maybe. Something? But like, I, I think I always got a better defense than Michigan State. Agree. So. I don't know. I didn't watch a single minute of college football outside of Iowa this weekend. I mean, it was amazing. I've, yeah, I know. I've watched Michigan State enough this year to think. Anyway, I think Iowa <laughs> wins big. We win by 20 points, 30 to 10. Fuck Nebraska. Yeah, fuck Nebraska. I want to see Noah Fant do one of those Fortnite dances that I can't do. That would be really fun. Yeah, I want, yeah. If if we can make requests, shout out Willie, (laughs) Willie Sr., Chris, if you're listening to this, pass it on to Noah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, that's all I think we have for the nice people that are listening to this podcast today. Um, I'm Max. There's Harrison that... um, (laughs) Is the other one voice, and then there's Ben, who's the other voice. That's Ben. We don't we don't talk to him much. Yeah, he just <laughs> we just can't don't know where, how to tell him to leave us alone. If anybody has any suggestions, tweet them at him. Thank you. At Gospel of at Max, <laughs> please direct all complaints there. Please direct all please direct all complaints to Ben. Please I'm, direct all praise to me. Thank you. Uh, I'm Harrison Starr. I'm Ben Ross. <laughs> That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs>